a very important uh, teacher, and I think I can call myself as she would put me into that status of being the root teacher for what she really teaches. And I think I have asked her this question, what really endowed you most of all the forms you were learning and uh, acquainted with patterns, modalities of the Vipassana, of the meditation team. She said, well, you know, I just can say when I uh, sometimes, um, when it doesn't seem to flow, I hear myself come to standing and notice that what you feel in standing, hmm? the energy. So you see that is with that she wanted to express, you gave me the greatest courage, you gave me the, um, um, the, the confidence, and uh, so also that much practical tips, yeah? And I didn't give them, she learned them from me. She saw me functioning and it was effective. And it was practical, and it was what everybody easily could do. And the same uh, uh, happened with a teacher in Germany. She said, I couldn't teach. Really, I would have had never the courage if I wouldn't have had this particular experience, this particular approach you have. We are sen sens giving time, especially, for the development of the awareness of the sense experiences. You see, special time with the help of movement and emotion. But you know what I am referring to. Mm -hmm. Which is a perfect lead-in to talking about movement. Oh. Can we not quit here? Yeah. yeah, we can continue here, however. <laughs> and uh, okay. it's, and um, since since we enjoy each other's company now so much, and feel that we are really floating on the wings of the Dharma and can exchange so much and can be so open to another and the difficulties are just another learning and they are really not, they are not real. We call them the bubbles, he calls me sometimes bubble. So um, he often says, wouldn't it be nice that you now just stop teaching and come and live with me? I really would like to have you, I enjoy you. and." Um, I just say nothing, then he will say, yeah, I know, I like it, but uh, I also know that uh, you don't belong to me exclusively, that I have to let you go, what you are doing and that you kind of are nobody's um, uh, mate to live with, hmm? something like that. It's very touching. <laughs> and that is um, when I say when I say 
um, when I say it's very touching, that um, it's not meant that I regret or I, I am sad, I would really like to do that. It's just uh, uh, really affirming again. Um, let me see. Uh, um, yeah, it is, it, it is uh, kind of uh, uh, another cutting loose from from the kind of uh, what we like to do, huh? or what is in this this me, seeing that uh, absolute truth that you are uh, the great uh, uh, impersonal. Um, uh, think, so to speak, that is nothing really um, there for you. It's just um, you, you see the, the, the deception in these things, if you would follow, if you would follow that. And you see that, um, that basic, fan- fantastic aloneness. It is so beautiful that you sometimes have to cry, but then there's also very close this human aspect there. It would be nice if we could live together. Hmm? And then you see that life uh, really has its own demand when you step into its depths. Hmm? And uh, it takes its own course, and you cannot uh, follow any anything anymore. You have to just let it speak and have a, 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 let it be used. <laughs> it's true. And we did to, and she wasn't that far gone away that she did make distortions. She doesn't, just didn't have the distinct to be very clear sitting. I became aware the pressure which is exerted upon the people by sitting still, by concentrating the mind which is uh, totally out of control or a great deal out of control, which is not used to be collected and it develops a pressure then to a certain point. And uh, on the physical level, and on the emotional level, and on the mental level, well, say, emotional. And um, I remember um, having witnessed a meditation class, a meditation group in France. That was my first realizing this that just the quiet sitting and the exertion to effort or the emphasis on effort and being quiet withdrawn even from looking at another has problems, brings problems and I witnessed in, I was participating in that meditation class was in, yeah I said in France in the early 70s I had already the teaching 
and people knew that I am a potential teacher, but I had taken this participation more as my own, yeah, just uh, a company, just being there, and maybe my own refresher course. So what happened here was that several, not at the same time, really freaked out and screamed and it felt like they were an expression or in, 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 like uh, or, or was an expression a result of some drugs but it wasn't the case at all it was a result of the inner pressure and uh, of the discomfort on the physical level the contractions throughout the physical level and uh, mind I feel is then kind of moving in its own orbit and the pictures which appear in the mind are taken as real and it isn't necessary that is a sign of a high psychotic but it's not necessarily so that it is that this person is a, a, you know a real psychotic case but a temporary psychosis can occur and has occurred. That's all I could see. I call it, it's a separation of body, of mind and life force from the body, or at least just from the faculties of rational thinking. So I got somehow, I wasn't scared because actually I knew what was happening. I had enough uh, understanding. Also, I could see that there wasn't enough connectedness with the physical body, that there was, it has taken place as a kind of a, a moving away split. In other words, there was no, no rootedness there, hmm? no connectedness with, with, with breath, no connectedness with, with uh, um, um, emotional level and uh, um, with the mind which is for at least a rational understanding the situation and uh, a stiff body, stiff nerves, hardened muscles and great blockages which were probably already there. It came to a real um, kind of uh, pushing themselves forward hmm, or breaking. I don't know. Or, or they became more in, intensified, the blockages. So the mind was by itself and had to believe now all its own uh, kind of imaging. Hmm? So um, what I did, I, ex I observed that, as I observed that, I had similar cases already observed earlier, but then at that time I didn't have so the, 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 uh, I wasn't aware that I, I, I should teach and I have a, the teaching, the commission or the uh, permission to teach and I, I didn't uh, have so much, um, I would say, um, concern perhaps. Also I had a concern because such cases, similar, not so intense as the one I have in mind, happened in Tassahara when I was a Zen student, but I had Vipassana. In fact, I had already some sensory 
training in, in the classes of Charlotte Selva in New York. So that sensory training that is um, just an <clears throat> I had it before I came to my came to my teacher. So I was used through this kind of uh, training uh, to observe m m my um, emotions and my bodily sensations in all movements. And um, that is a requirement or that is part of the task of mindfulness uh, according to the first foundation of mindfulness to observe, to notice, to use the bodily sensations, to use the bodily movement, to use bodily postures, including the breathing is also a bodily function as a basis and space and field for your developing awareness, for, yeah, for the development of awareness. So this came very handy to me, this basis, this kind of skill I had. I wouldn't say skill, but that, that, that practice I had. Um, and uh, um, sitting still now and observing breath and uh, being awake, uh, being aware to my movements when I not, uh, when I was not sitting still, but was, uh, had to be aware of the movement within and more the subtler level of motion and aliveness. Um, it was uh, a really uh, kind of a natural next step to what I already did. And it pleased me, and I came very uh, fast uh, in, uh, forward in my progress of concentration and uh, and uh, uh, being attentive, and uh, realized so gradually also uh, more and more uh, became aware what I was doing, and um, um, as I practiced. Um, with my teacher, according to what he, according to his instructions to observe my breathing at this point here, and at the same time just be not separated from your body. He didn't really say it in that way. He implied it, but I knew to what he points. So um, I, I kind of. Did my anapana practice, practice, my practice mindfulness to breathing, in a very open, spacious uh, approach, and um, that I mean also I uh, just did not stay at one point here as I was told and directed or instructed. I somehow naturally acknowledged and realized there are body sensations, and I. Uh, but in a natural way, uh, awake to the whole body. And uh, I got interested into that. And before, my, before I knew, I felt my mind moving through the body. And uh, um, it felt better and better for that gave a marvelous uh, 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 spaciousness and more openness and tolerance and widening in your psyche and in your mind, to which uh, this ultimate kind of the 
uh, and greater calmness and settledness, I wrote into the book, guest book, uh, I thank you to my teacher um, for all what I received here. I feel like a, a ship which has thrown real good in a big storm anchor. Hmm? So um, I was now um, so before he could uh, as, 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 uh, summon me up or call me to his temple above our cells, um, little practicing cells, that was the practicing cells were the lower level excavated under the temple. Hmm? Um, he, he, before he uh, could uh, uh, before he summoned me up to introduce this pattern. Now, the, to move mindfulness, which had now a steadiness and a concentratedness and a spaciousness and a fl flowingness, yeah, a flexibility and so on, uh, to lead this mind now through the body and notice more precisely and, and on a deeper level penetrate into this matter, as he said, um, and penetrate into uh, and, and, and to the penetration for the purpose to see what in truth you are, energy in flux, no subst substance there, you see. I already had done it naturally. I already uh, uh, was in it. Hmm? So, um, um, anyway, I followed what he said, and, and uh, he, he, he guided me, um, I made it more systematic, hmm? uh, and uh, um, called my attention to part, uh, to, to all the different parts in a flowing manner, from above to below, and again, from above to below always uh, moving the mind through this matter, hmm? becoming uh, on a deep, deep level acquainted uh, or experiencing impermanence. Hmm? Also, because there are difficulties you get in touch with, with, the, uh, with some basic ailments, unavoidable uh, discomfort in the body is another great feature to which we have to awaken and from which, which we have then to take as our point of reference. Hmm? Life unfolds itself in a different way when you have a good point of reference from where you, uh, you can get your perspective and your evaluation and your considerations and so on. Hmm? So, so now, and, and the last one, uh, you come also to see that you know, the, it's really that what you think that there is something stable here and a center, a center self, which rules it, is not so. Now back to what I wanted to say. So that, to that I saw, I, in that flip out, I could realize that uh, that person is not going that way at all. It is just the opposite, C closing in more, contracting more, and uh, having a wrong practice. The, 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 the guide word in this practice or the principle is really permitting and ob noticing, observing or allowing. That is all in it. 
My teacher wasn't that eloquent about it. He said, just observe. Mm -hmm. in, in, to Western minds, this can come in a different way, into very conditioned mind. You see the observer, and you see somehow this as an observed separate object. Right there you are separating, yeah? So, I obviously saw that now happening. Mind was at, on its own orbit and left behind kind of a rigis mortis, hmm? <laughs> stiff. So, I mean, it, extreme attention. Hmm? So, um, and um, what I did, I saw that in lesser expression in my time, that was in the early or the mid-60s, in uh, Tassahara, um, when there wasn't at that time uh, Susuke Roshi. I think he was on leave or he was sick. And there was a, um, a Japanese uh, monk uh, uh, guiding. The first three days everyone had to sit quiet facing the wall with hardly any instructions. So naturally they were all very distraught. I felt it. I noticed it. I would approach them outside the, the, the daily schedule, hmm? the pro we had to follow there, and would say, um, oh, we talk and would invite them to sit down, and then I would uh, kind of talk about the meditation, not as a teacher at all, you know, just really exchanged and uh, in, rejoiced in the beautiful place. But then we came also to see that it was difficult, and then they would talk about that. Hmm? And then I would invite this uh, in, say, you know, there is a little, you, you, it's not necessary that you suffer so much. You just have to be a little soft to your body. Yeah, how do I do it? I said, you know, you sit on the floor, on, on this rock here, right to the river, and just bend a little bit forward and reach out as you did before to the water. No, feel that, I say. Feel that and, uh, and notice it again. And notice it another time again. Feel the body inside the body. Oh, that nothing to do with, has nothing to do with, some would say that, has nothing to do with our meditation. I said, well, you see, when you realize that you are sitting there quietly with no focus and you should be still, you will realize the mind will run its own pattern again. You cannot, you, and so you sit, you don't notice really sitting. Roshi also said, sit, sit. Hmm? You have to realize now that sitting, but what, that is no concept, that is a living process. And so more and more, I, I introduced and invited people to, to become aware to lift the arm, or to, uh, uh, when, uh, when we are walking in Kinhin, to really notice the foot lifting and setting. That was all implied that we will do it, but very few had the access to the sensations. For the mind was stiff, full of will to, to do it, yeah, comes from the ego willed uh, level, and a great deal of tension throughout the body. Hmm? So uh, I became uh, somehow a um, softening.
force there. And so I, um, people liked it. And my teacher, he, he, he is uh, that famous uh, Zen master now. He was at that time just a head monk or just a monk from Japan, Chino Sensei. He sensed that, that I had an open awareness and that I, I, I um, he knew also that I do something. Hmm? And um, he appreciated very much. Huh? And um, but um, well, that's what I do want to go into more so details. Good. Yeah. So anyway, when you were talking, um, I remember the time you told us about in Japan when you yourself had what? a situation. That like wasn't that. in Japan. Oh, well, wasn't. No, that happened in in Los Angeles in Zen Sashin. I know it was then, but that's. It had something to do with probably at that time a little weakness in my emotional level maybe, and I followed uh, the instructions. They were very. Uh, it was this command to be still, to not move, and if you moved, you 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 got whacked. Huh? As a sign to, I mean, as that was their practice, and was part of the program and the tradition to whack you with the kiyosaku, uh, the incense board, and it is a, has a wonderful effect. I think I have done that in, in late sittings with women. It, it, it can that striking this area here at the shoulder, uh, at the, the point where the trapezius muscles connect into the shoulder, and you get a kind of a refreshing blow First is the fear that it will hurt. And then when you really are struck, there's nothing of fear there at all. There's a sudden awake, a wakefulness there. And you have a focus right away. From here, the energy starts rolling and moving, and you focus. That is the same thing I do. I invite you to, uh, uh, to uh, rise the arm, to bend forward, to give a, a, a tilt in your head forward or backwards, to give a curve for your spinal cord, to stretch your leg, to lift it when you lie on the floor. It's all for the same purpose, to bring attention to the level of sensations, on, the, on one level, you, pro, you connect um, with uh, mind, we can say, with body, energy, but uh, in mindfulness there is also uh, you realize what you are doing, and you, um, but uh, in mindfulness or awareness, you see, I see it like it is um, consciousness, you are conscious, you see, consciousness, plus our and is realizing what is in it, what you observe, you see. And when you know that, then you know also the experience for the ex the obs what you observe or notice. When you realize it, it's in your consciousness being held, in your attentive one. You are also the experience. So then you know also, you, you, you're present, you know. So in the then in that situation mm -hmm. you were in, what happened then? Well, I think it, whether that is so real good to talk about it. Oh, 
I can only shortly say that it was a temporary disassociation of the faculties which are able to concentrate, of the faculties which are able to hold awareness present. And since I was very good developed, I can say, I lived in very beautiful awareness, I could see the difference. Uh, it was gone. I wasn't able to see it. All what I noticed was fear of a crowd, fear that uh, of a too loud uh, commotion around me, and it wasn't an idea the fear because I was sensitive enough to notice what the process was. But the cause of this fear came from the experience I had when there was a loud noise or the motor of the car which I was driving, the, it was energy which pulled me into the motor. I was that vulnerable and that open and had not the power to, I had the power, I had the, I could concern, discern what was happening, but I didn't have the power of concentration to stay here. And I am glad I experienced, for I know how psychotics feel or separate, what really separation means. On, one, on, a, on a very general level without, you know, uh, um, every human being has one degree of psychosis is split. The Buddha says to that, I recognize the, the words of the Buddha, no, I recognized that uh, kind of when I read what the Buddha said um, to the monks once, he said, um, um, many can pride, pride themselves, many be human beings, to enjoy physical health to the age of 70 or 80 or 90. Hmm? But much fewer, very few uh, humans are there who can, uh, uh, who can pride themselves that uh, 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 of can pride themselves of real good mental health? There will be a dissatisfaction. There will be a disappointment. There will be a grudginess. You see, all this is not, is is mental illness. And you use and short of enlightenment. Everything is mental, you know, you can, but you know, I wouldn't say that, I just enjoy that, to see the, somehow the truth of the statement. Hmm? So you use the practice to get back again? <laughs> of course, um, it was, the, it came as a result of overstrain in a session, a 10-day session, where we were allowed not to sit down during the, uh, the luncheon periods. We had to stand, and we had uh, no rest, and, and we had about five or six interviews with the teacher a day. And it was from three o'clock in the morning, the practice till 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night, or let's say 10, I will be, maybe that's more truthful, but I would, you would find me till one o'clock in the morning, trying to prove it. And I did not notice that I was gone away 
from the softness and permitting aspect and allowing. I had hooked into my willpower and breathed myself apart. That's why maybe you may understand when I am practicing with you Anapanasati, mindfulness to breathing, how careful I am, how I let you stay connected to the breath, and how the mental, physical exercises, in whatever form I do them, they are just a relaxing, for the relaxing the body, for relaxing the mind, to learn to go, to move away uh, with, uh, from our tendency to grasp, to attain, to come to the goal. I wanted to be enlightened in that sense, in that, uh, uh, um, in that particular, and. Uh, seminar, uh, session. Really, I had it taken up in myself because um, I enjoyed opening up within myself. And I saw beautiful connection and cut it. maybe I had not that, ins- that ability to express my insight, I remember, because I lived with friends and my husband who was a psychologist. And um, he, being a monk, he understood a lot what I said. Hmm? But uh, still, I, I saw that I, I don't have, I, I don't get that understanding what, for that what I really feel. Hmm? So I thought I must work harder, that I see more, and that I can really feel, sometimes really also accepted, uh, and just be understood. Or I can say something, in a better way when I see something is being done wrong. Maybe, for example, I will not forget there was a meeting with very distinguished philosophers and, uh, and uh, those who were spreading um, the new consciousness, uh, uh, promoting a new consciousness, like, you know, like Aldous Huxley at that time, and Laura Huxley, and Fritz Perls, and, uh, and uh, 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 just to name a few, I don't like to name, you know, I don't just say at that time, Ram Das and uh, Tim Leary, and I mean it was just perking, huh? So, um, and um, um, Alan Watts, he promoted beautifully through his speeches and the radio day. And uh, um, Rama and Krishnamurti, I liked to read at that time. So I found myself um, um, uh, in, 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 in meeting um, friends, but they had all a great, um, somehow, something to do in this movement. And one of them said, was criticizing the Zen master's bowing, and was criticizing the disciples' bowing, and making the statement, I will never bow down to anybody. And she was a a very beautiful being um, and sensitive, and I was shocked to hear that statement. And I, I knew she wasn't, she needed some explaining more, yeah? The meaning, the deeper meaning of that, it, that it could actually be, an, as I felt, a natural expression of that, what you feel as humbleness. 
as 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 total as 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 total joyful acceptance and tolerance and loving kindness too. So you know, you bow down, you you go down. It's just wonderful. So I saw that it was something not quite understood, and it came from an ego level, which was, for me, a surprise, for I didn't have her on that level. Hmm? Or was it him? I wouldn't know. So I said, I must learn more, and I must be also... I mean, this is an incident. I had others to one psychology, I said once. Uh, and you need big plans how to kind of move out and expand consciousness and and um, was more also intellectual and very intellectually alien than I said. You know, that isn't really worth that. Maybe we should, it, it seems to me there is something lacking. When he said, uh, I maybe didn't say it that way. I said, it is not where it's at. I don't know what I said. And he said, that I hear still. Where is it then? I said, right. It is here, in the elbow. We <laughs> think it was very primitive and simple, too simple for anybody to understand. I can see that. But it didn't have a language for my mind to express, you see, and to, to, to dare to say something, or fear sometimes to mis- be misunderstood. Anyway, so I, back to this um, uh, retreat, I really thought I, I can just now it, go deeper and deeper, but what happened imperceptibly, I moved into the will and took that as a motiv- motivating power, as a um, activating uh, dynamic force I want. Hmm? And I s- three nights in a row I would sit up. Hmm? So now I had uh, a different course. Imperceptibly, you take the concept, and you're not having, and and uh, you kind of tell yourself, oh, you are progressing, for example, and so you run on your own accelerated, emergent success or so. But you are, you without knowing, noticing that you are now having a concept into which you concentrate, and you breathe into that too or breathe with it, but you forget now the con- notice, to notice the, the background, the, the real touch, yeah, of body, of, uh, of breath in the body. It is said in the scriptures, um, the breathing in a short breath, the monk or the meditator knows that He's breathing in a short breath. Breathing in, calming the breath, uh, calming the breath, calming the body, the meditator knows, I breathe in and calm body and mind. I, I, I cannot, uh, if you want I need to co- connect, to repeat it, I think I have it very, 
very uh, precise how it is really called. You see, it's wonderful. I have to hear. That's what it is. Experience, breathing out a short breath, you know, I'm breathing in or out a short breath. Experiencing a whole breath body, I shall breathe in. Mm. In this way, I train myself. Yeah, and then let's just do that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Would you mind starting over? Yeah, well, yeah. you see, the scriptures say and actually imply and call you to connection with the body, that there is a breath body, but in that case for me was only breath and mind. So breathing in a long breath, you know I'm breathing in a long breath. So, so you must know what you're doing hmm, is, and not riding on your will and idea. You stay with a real happening, breathing out a long breath or a short breath, you know you are breathing in a short breath. Then it goes on. Um, experiencing the whole breath body, I shall breathe in. Thus, I train myself. You see, that is a little interpret a, a, a translation, a little bit aligned to our language. I, I remember it more as abstract or so. Calming the activity of the breath, breath body, I shall breathe in. In this way or thus, I train myself. Calming the activity of breath body, I shall breathe out. So that is when you hear me, that I keep it. Um, as you are noticing, uh, you breath, um, breathing out, realize the sensations which issue from it. And stay at the same time a little open and knowing where there is a body, there is a background. And see what your hands do in that time, or how your shoulders participate. Hmm? And to, to get that skill, I stop sometimes, out of the blue you may feel and say, let us bend forward, let us, uh, 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 or let us uh, 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 move our feet or legs, turn around yourself, explore your body in the spaciousness of the room, maybe I let everything empty out there and bring to a greater, more, Planned, unplanned, natural relaxation, where there comes joy through and kind of more freedom. Hmm? And the mind is relaxed now and comes back. Breath is also relaxed and we can make a new beginning. And it is no hanky-panky as I had to sometimes hear. Huh? Yes, really, it has happened. One got up and said, enough with this hanky-panky. And slammed the door and left. Now, that is a nice feeling for a teacher before 50 people, hmm, when you get devaluated on that level. <laughs> you know, it was perhaps a most silent 
moment, a very that or it was a very silent moment in me, and everybody was dead silent. Hmm? And out of the silent, I knew, you know, after all, I have to practice what I teach, observing some, some great, what? Yeah, out of the silent, I don't know what I did, but it continued to flow. There was no interruption. I didn't defend, I didn't say any, I didn't even take, I acknowledged and so on, but it was just continuing. And several instances like that have happened where, um, um, where the sensitivity also through what I was doing and the students was that far for most of them that they understood that that was a kind of a, a, a little relapse, a temporary misunderstanding. And there was more compassion there and understanding than the, the, the turning away from or the, the, the criticizing or judging of that person who had to do that. Yeah. So. Um, can you just say a little bit about, we got you into the part that you were separated from your body. Yeah. Can you say just a little bit about how you got back? Oh, yeah. I think that is what the way I teach. <laughs> um, when you see me, um, or hear me and say, do you, um, when you go to the broom, feel the touch. And feel it again and realize you have a broom in your hand. When you make the movement to, to the sweeping, make sure you realize the shoulders are in it. So this is what you had to do? Yeah. In my household, I did that. I had nobody who told me that. But I had the Vipassana. I had the, the practice of mindfulness already, you see. This was just a temporary kind of disassociation. And what I learned in it is every such things, they are this kind of mental sickness. Hmm? Or what shall I say, sickness is that right, mental disease, hmm? um, is healable, totally healable, provided the person knows, knows it. Unfortunately, those who split and separate the faculties here in that way don't know it, what has happened. For they had not the practice before you see, and could and had an understanding of the mess, you know, what it, um, yeah, you see, I could see that I wasn't quite right. I could notice there was fear instead of concentration. I noticed instead of, of having a quiet, uh, not only thoughts were running or fear, but flashing kind of, uh, Sometimes the distractedness of the mind came in pictures. Very, in, it sounds like one was under drugs, I think. But I did that at, in my household. I became, was sensitive when it was too, too um, when it was disturbing or it, it, it 
didn't allow me to be present or practice repeating, naming. Yeah, naming what I was doing, I am leading the iron along the shirt. I would loud speak it. And I realized that it was only a word. I had no relationship to it. Then I would say it again. And still it wasn't understood what I was doing. And then I would say it again. And then I understood, yeah, I do this. You know, that is separation. Two years. I called that knitting. I had a husband who, who gave me lots of space for that. Certain degree, I now. Okay. Now, anytime. Yeah, when there is not enough concentration, when they tell me I don't know where I'm, I am at, um, and when they start complaining, when they start, uh, 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 when I see everything what is being said is a distortion and it is not representing what is, in tr- what is really happening with them, like just a minute ago, that case. Um, then I see there is, uh, um, I, I see it's, it's a partial separation, not as strong as I had it, but there is a separation. There's energies which are able which are relaxed, the mind which is, is grounded here or is relaxed, the tolerance and, and, and the awareness there, what you are doing, what you are saying, is not there. So um, um, then I know, um, yeah, I know, I can see that it is, there is a split, a separation, and then I kind of, according to what I hear, so then I, I work with that person. In a course, I, you know, individually, I don't, I can only work when I, when I have here somebody. Then sometimes, of course, I have to take someone who is really very uh, uh, extreme. Um, uh, suffers extreme from this person's and so on. Then I will uh, take, uh, hmm, will t- so, separate him from the group, give him this broom or a shovel or a, a special a, a manual work, engage that person more in the kitchen, um, and to ask them question, tell them maybe give some little instructions to notice that and to name it and to say it again and so on. So um, it doesn't uh, give me, I'm very glad all that happened to me, for I don't have that anxiety. Also, when something happens, like a flip out or so, I I really feel uh, I can can work with it. Hmm? I have a greater skill, I have a good skill to, to help that person. And in my supports, as I just mentioned, um, support in, in for the quiet, traditional sitting form, all 
all these supportive practices I do with movement, with expression, for anapanasati, for noticing, uh, 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 for moving the body, mind through the body, scanning the body. Um, I um, I feel I prevent such things from the beginning. Yeah? I, I really make sure that such things uh, c- uh, cannot happen, such, such uh, uh, suffering. I heal. I mean, I allow the healing process in the process of practicing hmm, to occur. And everyone has more joy in it. And joy is a very important faculty in the, in, in, in the development of mindfulness. It's one of the seven factors of enlightenment. And uh, if it is not present, it's hard to, prog- to progress or to continue sometimes. Hmm? So it, it eases in, brings enormous ease. It brings joy because there is a feeling of well-being coming through the ease from the, ex, uh, from the movements, from the different expressions, and we make it sometimes very um, uh, structured for the purpose of concentration. We do some certain motions very accurately observant, hmm? not in this way or this way moving the hand, but exactly going away in this way. And not in this way, but exactly. And you will see the way the hands are moved. You can see how much comprehension is there of that body image and how much awareness is there what I'm doing and how little hearing takes place, really. And ability to, to, to trans, trans, transmit it or transform that what you hear into the body. Hmm? Beautiful. Beautiful. I'd like to ask uh, about your... So did I finish that? Yes. Was okay. that right? Oh, I think yes. it was real. Were you going to ask her where she grew up? Oh, wait a minute. I want to ask about animals, and I want to ask about where you, where you were born and where... Oh. Was this... Well, I'm growing up in a very little village. I think there were 80 children in the school. From the first to the, from the first to the eighth uh, school year, which was elementary school, and where, where was but we in Germany in Germany part at the age at the fourth school year in elementary school into the higher highest high school, and or at the sixth uh, school year. So I uh, attended six years, I think, and then I went to the high daughter school and to the correct uh, high you know, where you learn good manners and uh, and uh, sweet behaving. And then I went to so a so-called, we call it Handelsschule, that Höhere uh, Handelsschule, that is where you learn a practical, um, um, yeah, practical aspects, to, to, um, such as, um, besides the scientific aspect, um, is it right, science, the sciences, you learn practical aspects like typing and uh, and uh, uh, cooking a little, uh, cooking and uh, leading a household and, uh, yeah, 
I celebrate on the 29th of September my 70th birthday, so you can figure it out. <laughs> Until then, I had always... See that? I love that. What is happened, please? And I stick to that. I don't want accusations from somebody and reproaches for not taking care of her or so. That I slave her, she is reproachful to me, that I slave, that she is working here like a dog, that she is slaved, that she is not enough attended to, and that everyone is hostile here, and it is uh, no connection she has to us. Obviously, she has no connection when she's always gone. So I cannot handle it right now. And in such an accusation she is, has been, and expressed. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.